Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. I feel like you were wearing that shirt last time. I definitely we was wearing this shirt last time. We were have you changed clothes since then? So I have a uh, I have a rotating number of shirts. Nice. And so now nice. you know exactly that the number is like one day off. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I guess it's six shirts. Yep. Because this is a day we're recording a day earlier than we normally do. <laughs> and so it's like yeah. So so that way what if I see this? somebody on a weekly basis, it's like they'll they it, it takes like seven weeks, like well, two almost two months. Do you do your wash? Like, does that rotate? That has to rotate too. If you only have six shirts, <laughs> that's true. That's every true. every you it have would, to do it earlier you, every week. You've exposed my plan. No, I uh, I actually have a rotating like <laughs> shirts that I wear like regularly. I have like a rotating probably like four or five, mm. and then I do laundry like twice a week. I see. And so that's usually how it all shakes out. Right now, all of my other shirts in the laundry. Like to today fair, was that day. This is a fantastic shirt. It's a it Darkwing is. Duck shirt. It is. It's one of my favorites, actually. So yeah. Which is what's funny about it. Maybe I'm exposing. Uh, so I, I just like looked uh, for like Christmas ideas for people, and I was like, "Hey, here's a Darkwing Duck shirt on Amazon, right?" Yeah. And I just because uh, I was just looking for like, oh, here's you know Disney Darkwing Duck, blah blah blah, all these shirts, right? And so somebody bought this for me, and then like I realized after I got it that I'm not sure if it's like a legitimate like Disney shirt. I mean, like, does that really matter? I mean, it would be like pirated otherwise like That's if somebody true. just took this design and shoved it on a shirt That's and true. sold you don't it. support pirates um I, but, but on the back it does say disney it does have like the disney logo on the back it doesn't have like registered trademark or anything like anywhere on it but anyway so it's like not available anywhere anymore for sale yeah and so i don't know it's up in the air whether or not this is like a legit see, disney the pro- the parks shirt is, or whatever so, see like if they had just done like their own rendition of Darkwing Duck, I think that would have been fine, right? Uh, maybe. Yes. Yes. And, but if, otherwise, besides like T-Fury, right. totally can't do what they do. Right, right. But, uh, but it's literally but it's just literally like, like a, it's the, the art. logo. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's the logo and the art from the show. Yeah, because like, I think you've got, you've even got like the, uh, like this is uh, whenever the, the theme song finishes, he stands there and then this little like the shadow, oh, it yeah. looks like that too. Yeah. And so this is literally like just the final shot, you know, cropped out or whatever. Anyway, um, but I, I mean, it does say Disney. It does have the Disney like parks logo or like whatever on the back. Mm-hmm. So it's like my thought is it might be just like, oh, we, you know, somebody just happened to have like a third party seller or whatever just happened to have these shirts or potentially one of the numerous like outlet stores that would like take the overflow of like, oh, this hasn't sold for years. Let's just shove it in this outlet store and sell it for Whatever, and so you know, maybe one of them threw it on Amazon or something. I wouldn't stress over it too much. Yeah, see, that's where where I'm at. Where I think I'm we've like, already overthought it. Definitely, definitely have, Chris. <laughs> but when there's trouble, you call DW. Definitely. <laughs> this week on the show, we are talking about Action Comics issue one thousand. One thousand issues. Eighty years worth of Action Comics. Eighty years worth of Superman. It's a lot of years, man. Yeah, it's a lot of years. Yeah. Do you know what issue? That um, Supergirl showed up in. Supergirl? Yeah. I do not off the top of my head. But, issue, oh, you want me to tell? But I would guess, let me just guess, yeah. let me just ballpark it. Was it issue like 100? Issue number 252. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a lot that's later than, a lot later than I thought it would be. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, if, that's a, if those are monthly issues, 
That's what? What would that make it? I mean, that's a long time, man. Monthly. I mean, and even if it was like two times a month or something, because like, I know there are stints that's of time. The first, like, where it's it's two the times first a month. appearance of Supergirl is, wow. is Action Comics 252. Wow. So 252 divided by what, 12? Yeah. Uh, 21 years. 21 wow. years before Supergirl showed up on the scene. That's nuts, man. Which I, I liked Supergirl. She was in here. Yeah. Uh, but she shows up later. Yeah. Kind of kind of mirrors that. <laughs> I wonder if they like did that calculation in their head. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna put this story like you know <laughs> at like what would be I mean, maybe possibly we can the talk. representative you know twenty years. They mark. do some cool things you know about with time in here. They we'll, definitely do. We'll discuss that later. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and, you, so you, how spoiler are we gonna get on this thing? Like, I mean, we'll spoil the whole thing. That's why I figure it's like an eight dollar comic. It's like you know, and yeah. and and, uh, and it, well, honestly, and also the act of like knowing what's in it, yeah, doesn't decrease the value of no it. because like this isn't like this isn't like a part well there's a thing later on but like this isn't um but that just sets up an important piece of a storyline yeah. or something this is literally a bunch of vignettes um by a lot of writers yeah um jeff johns scott snyder uh about superman yeah and so it's like a little and and and, they, and it's like they they touch on a lot of things we'll talk about later yeah but we'll spoil it yeah, that's what uh, I was You didn't thinking. pick up the, the actual comic, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get out there. I'm going to go out there tomorrow Are and you? get okay. it, though. So if, if will you grab d- me one? Yes, I definitely okay, will. I'll Venmo you. Um, because, like, that's... Yeah, it's it's one of those issues where I'm like, I absolutely want to have this. The thing that I'm not sure about, in the digital version, you get all the covers. Yeah. Um, which I was very cool. Like, I, I thought kinda, that was awesome. I kind of want some of those. Um, and, like, I, I'm curious, like, if, if the comic shop here in town, Rick's, will have, like, a bunch of different covers, or yeah. if, like, all of those will pretty much be gone by today or, or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see whenever i go into rick's like what what variant covers they left yeah and then like which one i want you know because there's a lot of really for these kinds of big comics i mean they over uh, dc overproduces and the comic shops usually buy a lot of them it just kind of depends on if that particular cover was produced a lot sometimes or not right well then like you know with with the buyback programs that a lot of like publishers and distributors have with comics for that are big events and stuff like that like it's it's less of a risk for a comic shop to like stock up at first and then like they can sell them back for a lower you know not quite cost or whatever and make some of their money back so anyway so john yeah what have you been up to this week um, well, over the weekend, not a whole ton. Like I really didn't, uh, didn't game a ton. I've had some, got my Fortnite challenges done, that sort of thing. But I did play the amazing game of taxes. Mm. Oh, um, nice. because, uh, because that's a thing around this time of year. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. So that's the game that I, that nice. I pretty much played. The game of life. The, the game of life, but not the like a game of life where like you draw cards and spin that weird wheel, Yeah. but like the game of life, actual life, yeah. you know? Um, um, what have you been up to, though? <laughs> uh, I have. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. So one of the things is my pick of the week. So I'll hold on onto that Ooh, for a see, second. See, I'm also holding on to one of my. Ah, so one of the bigger we're things. Holding back here. Yeah, one of the things that I have done this yeah. week has been this, and that's basically the only thing. So, so. the the witness was free, or still is free, on Xbox Live uh, Games with Gold, and that's so right. Um, all of our friends have been talking about it. Yep. And so I finally picked that up and turn it on lasers it. and all sorts of stuff that I don't understand. Yeah, Hedges. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm already like. Uh, this is. This is the thing. I love the puzzles. It's a beautiful kind of world. I have trouble finding the puzzles, and I guess that's a puzzle in and of itself. I just don't enjoy that. I want to like. I want to be like, okay, well, this, I'm having trouble on this one. Where's another one I can I can do? And I spend the next ten minutes wandering around the island, trying to find the next trying puzzle. To find, well, not even the next one, but just a puzzle 
that because sometimes you'll find mechanics. sometimes you'll find a piece of the puzzle mm, mm. and then like you can't oh well, can I even access this I don't know if I can access this <laughs> I don't I don't know and then you like you encounter a puzzle that you're like pretty sure I'm probably supposed to have like encountered this mechanic somewhere else mm. so I go looking for that I don't mm. know that's the most tedious part of this game to me not the puzzle solving there's just like what should i do next mm, the where do i go where do i go yeah just tell so, me so you're just like give me a waypoint you know yeah i think so, that th- i mean that's a that's a or or, or just a more like easily traversable place but chris the world in in the witness apparently the world is a giant puzzle that's and what like, I'm saying. Like I the don't big enjoy puzzle, that. like has to be like has to be up and down, and like it has that to be part, hard to get to because that part sucks. it's all a puzzle, man. That part's dumb. Even like accessing it in the store, you have to solve like a puzzle to get. No, you don't. Uh, that would be really funny though if they were like, "Here, solve yeah. a puzzle before you get into the game." Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing through that. Uh, obviously, playing some Fortnite. I'm two levels away from the uh, the battle pass top tier. I mean, okay, so I am about. I'm at 86 right mm, now, mm. and so I'm, you know, I've got a got a ways to go. Two more weeks, yeah. I think it's possible still. Yeah, um, for me to hit there without without having to buy battle pass tiers. I did not like everybody uh, in 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 like our group of friends. Yeah. I think pretty much everybody except for me purchased like the uh, the battle pass, but Plus it also 25 tiers. included yeah the 25 it, tiers. Yeah. So I I started at a 25 tier like <laughs> disadvantage here. You yeah. know, it's like I was back too far. So I don't know. I, I, I feel mean, like I'm, I'm. I I respect that. I respect I'm, that you you did you put in your own work. Yeah, and you did it yourself. Yeah, I respect that. You know, I was just like, hey, if I don't get it, I don't get it. Whatever. I wanted to take the shortcut <laughs> and uh, at the same time support the developers. Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also figured like I, I've spent – so I spent, you know, the, the money on the Battle Pass, right? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, you know, this season I'm sure there's going to be an outfit. And there was like an outfit that I was like, I definitely want to buy that. And so yeah. whenever it popped up, I did it. And then there's the, uh, there's the, glider. the glider. Like I purchased just recently on a whim. Like it was like – yeah. Uh, I think I had to spend like five bucks or something like that on it because yeah. I, I had from the battle pass. You get free, you know, right, points right, right. or whatever. Um, did you get the Did you get the starter pack when it came out? Uh, I did not, but I got it this past time. So okay, yeah. yeah, so like whenever I needed to buy, like uh, to spend five dollars yeah, on yeah. on V bucks, which is the in game currency. Um, I bought the the starter pack, which has like a couple free outfits and like some items that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's it it was worth it um, because I got the that starter pack with the yeah. outfit and another like backpack and. The orbital or deep space orbital shuttle or something like that. Like it's it's this uh, this awesome space, space shuttle. shuttle glider that comes down. It looks like it's re-entering the atmosphere as yeah. you're coming down. It fires its engines. It's super cool, man. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, st- they're still they're playing on the space theme real hard, um, and uh, we're still waiting. With, I guess there now. I like I watched a video like right before this. There are meteors falling from the sky. Yes, there are. I've like, seen one. I don't I don't think they're hitting the ground. But they're just like in the sky, so um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I kind of hope. Um, well, this is a spoiler for this. Uh, is it? It reminds me of your name. Let me just say that. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, which I mean, I hope it's kind of like I hope on the, like the last day, it's just literally just like tons of meteors just flying through the sky. You know, and then. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, because like my thing is like I think with those smaller meteors, it's I I I have the inclination that this is more than just one location on the map that's gonna that's gonna be affected. It's possible. Like so, what's intriguing to me, like the rumor right now is I was reading a little bit before I came up because uh, so on Reddit someone tried to organize this big hey like, we think that 
um, Twisted Towers, we talked about this before. We think Twisted Towers is going to get hit by a comet. Um, it's going to be destroyed. Let's go have a last hurrah and I'll go tear down um, Twisted Towers. I get, I thought it was for today. It looked like it was for today. Maybe I had the date wrong. I don't know. But um, no one showed up on mobile, at least. <laughs> you you went in and checked it out. I got died. I, well, I got died. I got killed twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was watching an interview with one of the developers, like one of the lead leads for Fortnite or whatever. It was on uh, a show, IGN's Expert Mode, which is a mm. like exclusive to Facebook show that they have. Yeah, Facebook Watch. Yeah, like they don't have like they don't put it on their website, and they don't. They like, can't. They so put they put like twenty seconds on Twitter, which is how I found it. Facebook Watch. <laughs> In order for you to have a show on Facebook Watch, they require it to be exclusive to Facebook Watch. I mean, that's wild. I can see why they would want to do that, but it's like I yeah. I have only watched two episodes of this show yeah. because it's only on Facebook, and yeah. Facebook doesn't push it at well, me. Well, I mean, again, like it's uh, – yeah, like I, I don't necessarily fault IGN for that. I fault Facebook for that. Oh, yeah, of course. Because like even so, the um, MLB, they've started putting MLB games on Facebook Watch, mm. but like so the other day – it was a Cardinals game. I forget who was playing. Cardinals, Brewers, maybe. Hmm. And um, the only place you could watch it was on Facebook. You can't even watch it on – if you have a subscription to the MLB at bat subscription. Interesting. can't watch it on there. have to watch it on Facebook. What's weird to me about so it – So weird. What's weird to me about that platform, um, I, I like that it is there. I like the idea behind it. Even, even the exclusivity, it's like it makes all – it all makes sense, right? The part of it that I don't get is that I have – I like IGN on my Facebook page or whatever. Like I've liked their thing. I follow their feed, but at no point was this show like put on my feed. Yeah. Um, Whereas like whenever they do would do like they implemented the live video thing at first, right? Every time somebody would go live, Facebook would be like, Hey, your friend has gone live. And you're, Hey, your friend has gone live. I kind of wish like with this show, like I think I've even gone through because the first episode was about um, Mario plus rabbits. And I really enjoyed that interview. And so like, I liked that, like that show. So like I follow that show on IGN or or IGN's uh, Facebook, but like Facebook never presented it to me as like, Hey, watch this. Yeah. I mean, this is a larger discussion, but like a, a lot of it has to do with uh, they had the data breach earlier, like late last month, at least right. that we found out about from 2015. Right. Um, and they like these Zuckerberg's been in front of Congress. So like they've been do- making a lot of tweaks behind the scenes. And like even with the election stuff where they're like everyone's getting fake news, all this kind of stuff. They're like they uh, Facebook has purposely and they've said publicly, like we are going to start giving you. Um, putting in your timeline, taking away articles and um, pages that you follow and putting in people that you follow more often. Because, mm. like, I mean, I would say, like, you know, maybe late last year, the year before, you'd get in there and your feed would be all, all yeah, like, sponsored and sponsored ads. It'd be all the pages you like. It'd be like, and you know, maybe three friends. And, yeah. like, I'm not even kidding. Like, that uh, don't feel like I'm exaggerating when no, I no. say that. No, no, no. And uh, so. Uh, but, but and then they like the funny thing is that like they made this ca- caveat whenever they released that they were doing that and they're like people may spend less time on Facebook now but th- we're willing to do this and I'm like I mean that sounds like a good thing maybe if I'm not just like well I mean <laughs> that's I think I that that's more for like the stockholders where they're like the stockholders will look at that and go like oh man people are gonna spend less time on Facebook and they're like yeah they might yeah, we, but that's we, fine they might you know yeah I mean it's, it's so. something that is anti it's essentially like anti business in order to be pro consumer well yeah i mean duh i don't know exactly (laughs) anyway um that aside like on twitter like i follow like because also twitter is pretty much the last holdout of like a chronological somewhat chronological like feed like 
aside from sponsored things, you're like, you might have missed this. It's like, but if you're going to have a non-chronological feed, I'd rather it be that. But yeah. like, I also like, that's how I encountered this was they put 20 seconds of it in a clip yeah. on Twitter and well, linked to the Facebook. Out, they probably figured out, hey, we can do that. And people are going to find us better through that than exactly. actually on Facebook. Well, I totally did. Um, I mean, I just think like, I, you know, in a year from now, Facebook will have this kind of stuff kind of figured out, hopefully. Yeah. And like, you know, you'll be able to see the shows. Like, exactly. Or maybe they'll have, you know, where you can subscribe to the shows or something. They're just in a real weird spot right now. Well, even like YouTube, like because it's a specific video platform, like it will, like I can put on YouTube and then it'll constantly play videos yeah. upon videos and even like go outside of like, hey, you know, there's this person that you are subscribed to and we're going to play like a couple of videos of theirs. But then on every third video or whatever, we're going to slip in something new, something, yeah. you know, from another a creator and stuff. And like that's cool because you can literally just get caught in like a professional loop of things yeah. sometimes it gets weird because like if you watch like something from somebody and then it's like oh you might like this and it's like no i don't like that anyway um but yeah facebook isn't specific for video and so you know whatever that is yeah like what's, what's funny about i have somehow you can somehow subscribe to get notifications about someone's videos specifically on facebook mm. i can't figure out how i did it with this one person and how to undo it and how to undo it <laughs> Because I, I get notifications like every other day yeah. that um uh that this person's posting of has posted another video. I'm like, yeah, I literally don't want to watch this. It's funny, like <laughs> there's certain people that like um I Facebook back years ago or whatever, um, where I'm like, Yeah, sure, I'll take text notifications of this person's oh, uh, of this yes. person's um are they still sending them? Statuses. But they're not sending texts texts anymore. But I can't I, I literally cannot not get a notification in my top bar whenever somebody mm. you know posts a uh, status. And it's like I've gone in and I've like I'm looking at my like what can I see of this person or what am I notified about? And like that setting just doesn't exist. So it's like somewhere way back in their yeah. like system, it's like transferred it's this text to- over to, you know, non-text uh, notifications and I can't turn it off. And it's yes. like, oh no. The other thing I've encountered is like some of that stuff like you have to do on desktop rather than on mobile ah like especially in the app like it's yeah. just impossible to, to which i never really do like oh, i yeah. never Who's really on, who gets on desktop I don't, facebook i don't surf anymore. the web almost on my facebook or on my my desktop ever yeah like desktop or laptop i'm very rarely on the internet on i mean i things. i am but like like i just don't go to, i don't go to facebook I, cause, I mean like when i'm on the internet on on a computer it's at work Mm. Usually, mm. I'm not logging into Facebook at work. <laughs> I'm working, right? You know, I might like, hey, I'll pull up, you know, during lunch, pull up a news article or something like that, right? Or right, like, right. Or, or like, you know, go to Kotaku and check stuff out or something like that. But, but it's like, so easy to have two because you have two screens, like you have your phone and your computer. It's so easy just to pull something up on your phone while your while your desktop yeah. is, I mean, is I just, doing I something else. Or don't whatever, mess so. with Facebook that often anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so the show that's on the Fortnite interview uh, with IGN's expert mode, which is a really good interview. They yeah. talk about a lot of different stuff about like um, their strategy, how like from the time that they decided to do a battle royale in July, they had eight weeks until they like launched it. Sheesh. And so you know how like what was that process like, and how have you changed? And so like there's a lot of cool stuff in there. But uh, they directly asked. Um, is there going to be another map? Mm. And because like battle, you know, other, other games have introduced new maps like PUBG or whatever yeah. has introduced, like they're on their third map or something like that. They're working on the third one. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so, and, and he was like, well, you know, we're looking at that. He's like, that definitely is an idea that's on the forefront of our brain of like, how can we make this dynamic? He's like, but I think we're going to do, you know, he's like, we we're still working on getting 
basically getting this map where we want it to be and like creating dynamic events inside of this map that we that we really haven't even started working or, or been thinking about working on another one. So it's like dynamic events that happen in this this one map. Like that, that intrigues me. It's, he's like, you know, we'll see some things sh- very shortly upcoming <laughs> um, that we'll do that with. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. I mean, four. I love that. I love that idea. Like, it, well, I mean, the fact remains as it is. Even you can play for you know two three hours and drop in different locations and have completely different games. Very true. Um, so you can drop in the same location and have a completely different well, yeah, game, you but know, you know, just, like, but it does get, you know, sometimes I do get bored, like dropping in, you know, uh, the lodge every time, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That, you know, I, I mean, it just gets old at some point, of course. Um, but I like the new locations that they've added. Mm-hmm. Um, I like there's huge swaths of the map that they could still do something with, yeah, and they probably should and will at one some point. Um, the rumor right now is, uh, I think someone crawled like the latest update Mm. and it seems like there's going to be a single player uh mode only single player mode mode called something something about like crash landing or i don't don't remember what it was specifically i I was reading i was i was like i just read it right before we met earlier Mm. um and uh, i was like oh that sounds kind of cool so like i don't know if like i don't know I don't know what's going to happen. Alien invasion. I was just thinking like the save that whenever I initially saw the thing in the sky and all the telescopes and like the, the, this theme basically for this season, I was thinking maybe they're going to implement rather than just save the mode being zombies. Maybe it's save the mode or save the world, but with aliens, mm. you know, cause like that's, that would be a cool, cool kind of a palette swap or like a, you know, whatever. So, um, and I don't know, I'm, I've never played the save the world side of things mm. and I, I really wouldn't mind it if they did something really cool with it. Yeah, I mean, like I, Aaron and I were talking about this the other day. I still, I'm like, when, are the, when is this going to go free to play? Is it going to go free to play? Like they've said it is, so I believe them. But like, yeah. I just don't know what they're doing with it anymore. Like, yeah. why is this still technically in beta? Well, and you imagine like the amount of money that they're making from the battle royale side, like, is like completely eclipses what they probably have made and will, you know, have armed currently making from the the single price buy for a save the world yeah, uh, yeah. side of things like what is that 40 bucks or something like that for the for the founders pack or something yeah. crazy? well i mean yeah because i mean you can buy different a lot of different tiers of it you know you can spend up to 80 bucks on it or whatever it's wild man um yeah i i'm excited about what they're doing i love it i hope they do more of it yeah i mean i'm excited to see what happens with how they have everything changes it'd, dynamically well it'd be cool to have the world change dynamically during matches Levolution. I was trying to think of the term. That, yes, uh, <laughs> Levolution from Battlefield. <laughs> I think yes. they started that in what Battlefield was it four? four? Yeah, four. Where like it's like Levolution. Levolution. The map will completely change, and like literally the Big thing that you green. could do is drop a crane down on the one. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like the crane is either up or down. That doesn't seem like like much of a Levolution. Or wasn't there didn't one one level flood or something like that? That's true. That's true. A level well, that one flood. was that that actually changed. The yeah. way you played the map, yeah. for sure. Then uh, Call of Duty answered that with whatever theirs was called. I forgot what theirs was called, but it uh, was something similar. Um, I don't know what it was called, but it only happened on one, one map, didn't it? It was I like think, the skyscraper map. Uh, there's a skyscraper map that would fall, right? Uh-huh. But it and didn't then change that much. There was the uh, the San Francisco one that like it would flood as well. Like They had one uh, that would flood. 
um, from a tidal wave. I don't know. Was that in a DLC or something I didn't it buy? It might have been. I don't know. But like basically, it was the one where it was the uh, the it was Advanced Warfare. Well, one of the ones with the exo suits. It might have been. Yes, yeah. that sounds right. Where like you could j- double jump and stuff. So it became like it went from this kind of normal map to it would flood the entire lower level, and you're jumping on the tops of buildings and stuff. You know, and That's so cool. you're you know it was it like was that. it changed things. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like the act of the uh, the frog jumping around and trying to kill people that Is way. Is there a rumor that Black Ops 4 will have no single player mode? What? Yep. There's always this rumor that they're going to break out the uh, the multiplayer from the single player from the, um, uh, from the, the zombies, thing. but... I didn't like Black Ops 2 campaign, or even 3 that much. Mm-hmm. Like 3 we, was we, okay. We played 3. Yeah. I don't know that we finished it. It's not memorable in my mind. Like even the first however many hours of it that we played was it's, not. It's super hard memorable. for me to remember what was happening. Yeah, I remember Mason from yeah. the first game. Yeah, and that was a like good his, one. Like great, great, great grandson or something. Well, in the and then second like, game. didn't they have what's his name? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, you're chasing uh, Gordon from Dark Knight. Um, what? Detective Gordon from Dark Knight wasn't he the voice of of oh, uh, the dude that uh, you're chasing around? What is his name? You broke out of that prison, that prison camp. What, what, uh, which one are we talking about? In one? Black Ops 1, yeah. Oh, Black Ops 1 was, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, you had the numbers and all that kind of stuff. Dude, the numbers. You, you, were, you know, we were in the Vietnam War. The Easter eggs with the numbers as well no, like, was super no. fun. We're like, in the, wasn't that one the one uh, where in the menu you could like struggle, 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 yeah, struggle, yeah. and then like get up and walk around? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then go play this arcade cabinet? It's nuts, man. Yeah, it was great. Phenomenal. Super fun. Uh, what were we, how did, like, what, uh, what did we... The, Chris, the sequence of events to get here, um, eludes me. Okay. But, we're gonna be talking about... <laughs> I'm trying to, th- I think, uh, I wanted to tell our, our, a quick Sea of Thieves story. Okay, go for it. Although I'm trying to remember what it is now. Uh, was it the 20 chests? 20 chests, we got 20 chests. That's right. That was fun. That's the extent of that story. <laughs> There's um, an achievement for getting 20 chests on a on a on a boat, on a boat uh, single single voyage or yeah. whatever. I would imagine that would be very nerve wracking um, so, to have so that many toward chests. Toward the end, we were kind of uh, you know like the thing is, no one had really messed with us for a long time. Um, someone had showed up and tried to say hi, and we bailed because um, we didn't. You're know like you might be the coolest people ever, but they no. could have been. But I mean, we just didn't. We, they they could have. It could have been Drake himself. Yeah, and we bailed because we had too much gold on our our ship and we did not want it to be taken away i mean i feel like i feel like drake wouldn't necessarily want to take your gold because i feel like drake probably has a satisfactory amount of gold for him you know it's yeah. just so anyway if it was drake you probably would have been safe but who knows it probably wasn't drake probably wasn't could have been any number of other people he's probably still playing fortnite that's right um uh yep yeah, i guess I, no story, I had that's some, the story. I had, no, I literally, I had something. But uh, have you encountered the kraken yet? No. Oh my goodness! I haven't. It hasn't even attacked me. Oh my goodness! It's only attacked me once. So. I don't know how to how to how to go hunting for the, the kraken. Yeah. So, in, in an interview before the game actually launched, I think one of the developers was like, "Yeah, and as as the game goes, people will discover like what brings the kraken or like what areas of the map mm. the kraken it will frequent mm. and things." So like, what area I think of the map were you in? I don't remember. What color was the sky? It was green or blue. Oh, okay. Like it was, was it the hazy kind of green? No, area? it wasn't the hazy green because oh. we weren't up in the uh, we the weren't wilds. up in the tangle or yeah, the wilds. That's what it is. The tangle. The tangle. What is I don't that know. from? I don't know, but like Some, that's from something. That is from something. I feel like it's from like Ori and the Blind Forest or something like that. That, that would make sense because, like, I mean, 
yeah anyway but yeah so i wasn't up in the wild but like it was it was uh just kind of a normal everyday hmm. cruising around the caribbean all right and the kraken because i'm just so. gonna have to do that um yeah chris we're gonna be talking about the uh the action comics 1000 yes but first <laughs> pick of the week pick of the week funny is i started that transition earlier and you were like hold on hold on wait 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 wait, wait. So you know I literally, i'm so. not even kidding i had a story before we got on that huge tangent i if had if you some remember kind of story. it Let's right. insert it into like pick of the week yeah. or even the, the Action Comics 1000 okay. review. All right. Chris. Yeah. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is Isle of Dogs. Ooh. So we said we were going like, to possibly do a mini review on this. I went and saw it over the weekend. Nice. Um, it had a – so it, it opened technically like a month ago, but it, it was a very limited release. Yeah. And so wide release was this past week. Um, so I uh, went and saw it. It was great. It's obvious. Like you watch it, if you've seen, you know, Grand Budapest Hotel or or uh, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like it's the same kind of humor. So it's Wes Anderson humor. So if you like that, you'll like this. Um, if you don't like that or find it quirky or too obvious or something like that, you're not gonna like. But I I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, and it was just like super well done. Like the story was really great. The voice act, voice actors did did amazing. Um, it was really interesting the way that they did um, dogs and humans. So like, and they and they explain it obviously with uh, some uh, uh, on screen text. Like he does with everything, right? But the dogs you hear. This was set in Japan. Mm-hmm. The dogs you hear in English, and they're speaking. You know, like the, the actors' voices, and and. Um, but the humans you hear in their native tongue, so they're not translated. Because like it's the only way it presented is like we're we're translating their dog speech into English, but the everyone else speaks their own thing. And, That's awesome. And most of the time, there's not even there's no captions. But the way that they do it is like sometimes there's uh, like if there's someone giving a speech, there's a radio translator translating it into mm-hmm. English. Cool. It's like everything's in world. It's happening. So like sometimes they just don't translate it, and you are left to interpret what's happening by their um, their ex- expressions mm-hmm. or like the what the way that they're speaking or that what is happens. if you don't speak whatever language they were speaking, if you don't speak so. Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. which is most people in America yeah. um and so it was just really cool the way that they did that That's like awesome it was it was cool it's um, interesting I mean that that takes like the show don't tell uh screenwriting and and film school to like an extreme where it's like hey some of the dialogue in here like it's you know you it's contextual you all understand what they are talking about just based on what you're seeing yeah so that's that's cool yeah um and then like visually it's such a cool movie i, like, I don't know how they did some of it it's like it's lists like in some really really cool ways dramatic ways um I need to go like I think there's some there's some behind the scenes things that you can watch. I really need to watch some of them because like some of these sets I was I was looking at some of it like they're you know pretty big but some of them are not and so I don't know it was just really really good if you uh, enjoy stop motion animation enjoy Wes Anderson um, definitely go see this movie. Nice um, question I had was is, do 
did did all of the voices feel like they were meshing well with like what was going on? Because like some of the, yeah. some of the small like critiques that I have with like Fantastic Mr. Fox was that there were times where I'm like that whatever reverb room that they're recording this in is clearly not the room that the character's in, or it's like not the same as the character that they're directly talking to, and like there was some sort of like mismatch mm. of audio. Hmm. I didn't notice any of that, and I don't really remember that from Fantastic Mr. Fox, but I. I didn't see that in theaters. I listened, watched mm. it at home. Like, I don't know. Okay. But I didn't notice that here. Nice. I mean, that was just curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, ch- I'm trying to make me think now. No, I mean, if you didn't notice it, like, obviously or whatever, it's it's probably not that big of a concern. So, yeah. and this is all obviously just me as an audio, I mean, it, it was cool. Geek. Like, well, in the, I thought, you know, one of the highlights is the the voice acting. Cool. Um, from this movie. That's uh, awesome. And it's really interesting. Like it's it's interesting who is used for what uh, dogs. The my fu- the my favorite. There is halfway through, they meet a dog called the Oracle. It's my favorite character. Mm, okay, dude, and I'm I'm excited to so watch short. this. So such a. It's amazing. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will have to check it out. Uh, so yeah, it should be on on like how wide is the wide oh, theatrical? Everywhere. So it's everywhere now. Yeah. It's so strange to me that like had this big um, promotional build up to it, and then it was like a really small number of theaters at first. And yeah. so yeah, it's really interesting that that they happens didn't... sometimes. Like I remember that happened with Spotlight when it came out. Like mm, there was a right. lot of previews for it, and then it came out and it's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Um. And then finally, you know, like it comes to town, but like. I don't know. It's it's real weird. It's so strange to like. It seems like that's counterintuitive to uh, to have so much of a, a wide advertising whenever yeah. it's not going to be shown in a wide number of theaters. So yeah. um, I, odd. Sometimes, like the one theater here in town that like has a lot of the limited release stuff mm-hmm. is the Bell Court. That's right. Like a lot of times they'll have it. Um, right now, I think they are or not right now. I don't know that. Anyway, I just saw something like the. The film about Mr. Rogers is going to be at the Bell Court. Excellent. When it, when it comes out to limited release. So. Very cool. Very cool. Well, what would you give this hmm. if you had to rate it right now? If I rated this right now, I mean, without, you know, just like, without really diving deep into everything, I'd probably give this an eight. Nice. Um, I Or, or 8.5. I think it has limited appeal. Hmm. Um, is is one thing that I think probably holds it back. Um, there were people, well, like in the theater that I saw it with, that like it wasn't their cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but well, I would say the same was true with like something like Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a a, yeah. a good movie. And, but it's like I like it's not for everybody. Like yeah. you just it just isn't you know. Yeah. And, and so I yeah I think. I think that makes sense. Yeah, and movies don't have to be for everybody for them to be excellent. No, for sure. Either, I, like know? I, I almost said that. Like that doesn't necessarily affect this rating. No. Um, but I think like that's important to say in terms of like, should you go watch? Should this? you go watch this? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, this may not be your thing. You it know? may not be, but it's worth checking out. It's kind of like, I mean, Grand Budapest Hotel. I love that movie, but it's another movie. It's like not for everybody. Hmm. Hmm. My pick of the week this week, Chris, mm. is Oxen Free. Nice. Uh, I mentioned last week on the podcast that I picked it up on a sale on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, and I actually have it on Xbox as well and uh, have had it for a while because it was a Games with Gold or whatever. And it's actually in, isn't it in the list of um, 
games that you get with Game Pass yeah, as well. it is. So, like, there's numerous ways that I actually have this game already, but I picked it up on the sale just because I was like, well, I will spend, you know, five bucks or whatever just to have this on the Switch in bed or whatever. Yeah. Because um, I'm more likely to play narrative kind of smaller experiences in that fashion where I curl up with the headphones and, you know, whatever. It's like you're reading a book. Um, but the game is fantastic, dude. Um, this is a game that came out, like, I guess two years ago or something like that. So it's on everything. It's in fact on your phone. Like you can do uh, there's an iOS version of it, um, which this on the switch actually has those, that functionality. So you can do touch screen with it on your switch, which, um, helped me a little bit like last night, whenever I was like getting tired of holding this, uh, the switch in, in bed. Um, but yeah, the the game is really good. It is a, a story of a group of teenagers that go to an island, um, and this is like a yearly bash or whatever, and weird stuff starts happening. And yeah, it's a it's it's a kind of a it's got some spookiness to it, and uh, half the appeal for me like going in was not knowing much about it. Like that was basically what I knew going in, and so as I kind of dove in here I was like man this is really connecting with me and that sort of thing because you know it being a uh, having been a a teenager that would like go to places that were like oh man let's go to a creepy creepy location and hang out and you know and that sort of thing and this kind of appeals like has that kind of general appeal where it's like hey let's go to this place and do this thing because it's really creepy or whatever and uh and so it's you kind of quickly connect to the characters whenever stuff starts going wrong i was surprised about how like invested i was in like this story and these these characters so um there are definitely like dialogue choices and things like that and there's choices like that are timed you know similar to something akin to a telltale game um but basically without the 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 puzzle solving aspect of it where it's mm-hmm. like you have these dialogue tree choices you can cut people off you can you know do these uh you can say nothing and it just kind of keeps going and and uh and that sort of thing so it's really interesting to do that i haven't had to, the desire to like change any of my choices because they're so like fast and immediate and it's like things just happen based on these things um nothing really has been like a big like oh no 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 i didn't mean to do that you know type of a situation um but there have been definitely some things where like i'll i'll have i'll say something the character will say something and i'll be like oh this is not where i thought that the uh the the friends around me were gonna take that Mm. and so like it's it it is unique in that way where these there's these nice dialogue choice turns Mm -hmm. um that are moment to moment keep that really interesting um it's a really fun game it's uh, awesome. the sound design is something i would say play this in headphones if you get the chance because the sound design is really integral to how the environment translates like the creepiness or the the music the soundtrack is really uh really eerie and sometimes they'll cut that out and that sort of thing but it's all really well voice acted um and that's where you get the story so like you can't really play this game without audio Unless you do like captions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I would make sure like, hey, headphones, because that was like even it enhanced the kind of uh, eeriness in a few scenes where it's like, oh, my goodness, this is this is crazy. So mm-hmm. that but the, the audio is about 90 percent of how you get the story in this game. Nice. Super good, dude. That's awesome. Chris. Yes. Action Comics 1000. We have read it. We have. And uh, and it is a like assortment of stories, 
Um, and uh, it is well, like really long, 90 pages, I 80, think. 80 pages, right? Or yeah, not, yeah. No, eight, it's not, no, it's 90 something pages. Um, 96 pages. Because the uh, I think the covers, the alternate covers, took up some of those pages uh, in, in the digital version. Um, so the physical version may not yeah, be that many pages. Yeah, I think it says on one of these covers, it says how many pages it is. Interesting. I thought. Maybe not. Well, it's we can fine. count how many covers there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten covers. Ten covers and, and there's 93 so, pages. Yeah, so it's like 83 or 82 pages if you don't count. Like, there's a, there's a final page that talks about, hey, uh, here's some stuff coming up in the DC Comics world or whatever, yeah. like an advertisement, basically. Um, so. Yeah, so, like, I love the different covers. Um, they kind of, like, if you look through them, some of them will pay, like, um homage to like some of the old covers so like action comics they have like stuff that looks like they were probably in world war ii like this one smash the axis buy war bonds and stamps yeah um so like the older kind of like from the 70s kind of um uh covers that actually look old yeah um i like some of this stuff like this one of these like looks kind of like the 90s version of superman which is pretty awesome right um yeah, I like all that. Yeah, dude, this is. I mean, it's 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 a really unique look at at things, and then there are some stories that do that too, where it's like yeah. there are some really cool iconic uh, images that have been like kind of redrawn and repurposed for one of the stories. Um, you know, in in the middle of this uh, this book. Yeah. So, like, I mean, let's just you know, I think the the general themes. You know, we start off with a, a great like um, story uh, about. Metropolis wanting to thank Superman, yeah. and uh, there's actually this attack on Earth that the Justice League and the Green Lantern Corps is like holding off, and Bruce is calling Lois Lane, and he's trying to get Superman involved because they need him, mm-hmm. but she's like, no, this is his, his moment, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, all this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, um, the was, people here need him. Yeah, I mean, and that was, that was really cool, like, to, like, you know, not only, like, as Wonder Woman puts it, uh, we're fans of you as well. You yeah. Know? So like, it was really cool to like see like the DC universe is saying thank you too. I'm not gonna Superman. lie, that one had me. Like that yeah. one hooked me emotionally, I where I was like, oh man, this is so good. That's my favorite one. Uh, that's uh, I think that's why they let it off, you know, with that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Then the next one right after that kind of goes through. Uh, um, Vandal Savage has the. Uh, uh, that was the next one, right? I believe so. Yeah, Mandel yes. Savage. He, yes, he basically throws Superman through time. Right, unlocks him from time, and and so, it changes things too. Like tweaks yeah. things about it as well, which is how they're able to do what they do with it. They bring in this is the one that brings in all of these different iconic storylines yeah. and moments from from Superman's history. Yeah, so like Superman, he's fighting the mob in the twenties within his cool like. Uh, Superman outfit there, right? Well, and he even mentions in that one that he can't fly because like right. he couldn't originally like fly in those stories, yeah. and he was just like bulletproof and uh, and super strong and stuff. So he's like, yeah, oh. he has no laser vision or X ray vision or right. any of that kind of stuff. Which I thought was a really nice touch to like reference that in the in the dialogue there. Uh, he's he's the, sitting here in World War Two. Um, this is I guess uh, more in the seventies era with these uh, these. Um, was it Sergeant? Oh, what are they? What, is what his are they name? are? What are these? Yeah, what are these aliens? Oh, those aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, those. Uh, I do not remember. Anyway, so you know, it just kind of walks through the different versions of Superman, um, and uh, they even have you even like have, you even have Superman in the black outfit whenever he comes back. That's right. Um, 
I, in the I, 90s. I appreciated the long the, hair. The nod to um, like Kingdom Come as well. They had Kingdom oh, Come yeah, in dude. there. Oh, man. Was that in this one or was that in another one? Uh, I think that was in this one, like later on in this one. Um, and then they also have like the there's a there's a one that is sort of similar to the the lightning strike one where he's getting struck by lightning. Yeah. And then as well as like his depowered kind of look there um, is like the Dark Knight, like Batman, uh, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, I believe mm-hmm. is the is the storyline there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like even that, like it's not a Superman story, but Superman is a huge component of that story. So like even bringing that in is super yeah. cool that it's like, hey, this is related to other things. Uh, then they kind of turn on like, okay, what what inspires Superman? They talk about that. You know, they talk about like how he believes in the the good of humanity and people inspire him. You know, like not only is it, you know, he can't save everyone. So how do I choose? He references that a couple times in a couple of the stories. How do I choose who to um, help and what to do? And um, they never really define that other than like he trusts, you know, people, you know, like he, the police commissioner and all these other people like, hey, they're going to do the right thing mm-hmm. and uh, be heroes in their own lives. And it's really, you know, inspiring in that that sense. Um, I like how we had Lex Luthor in two stories. In one of the stories, he was just like not having it. He was like <laughs> Superman shows up to play chess with him and he's like ends up losing but then trying to capture Superman and all right. that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and then in the second one um, – which was he, one of my favorites. This is it was one of my favorites. He talks about like he basically has he um he has the key to kill Superman, I guess, to erase him from existence. And um they they're talking and they realize that Superman saved Lex's life early on whenever they were young kids. Yeah. Um that was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, that was definitely nice. Uh, and and like those those character moments, like these vignettes, like these smaller stories um, packed in this issue, like they can sometimes have vastly different tones and they bring out like that variety that Superman has. And yeah. it's like all of them are really cool and accurate looks at mm-hmm. Superman and 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 uh, and his character. And uh, and it's like I, I enjoyed every single one of them in a different way. It was yeah. uh, it's very interesting. Like that one, the one where uh, Lex Luthor like is not having any captures him and stuff. It's like oh man, of course we're gonna have a face off with Lex. But then like the one where they're uh, in the, their childhood museum in, in Smallville, um, like that one was very interesting and heartfelt. And it kind of like it leaves this cool kind of ending of like yeah. hey. Today is not not that day. Today is not the day that I defeat Superman. Well, it's, it's kind of open ended too, and I like that. Yeah, that was Scott Snyder. Uh, Scott Snyder's fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's great. And then Jeff Johns with Richard Donner wrote one called The Car, which is one of my favorites. It kind of reminds me has the same kind of like aesthetic as something like Rust. Yeah, only like this has color, but um, very muted colors, and it's very like a very classic kind of almost Kingdom Come uh, kind of artwork. Um, in a sense, for some of it, for some of the faces. Yeah, very kind of hyper-real expressions and things. Yeah. Um, but he basically, like Superman, I mean, he's back in the 20s again, and he inspires this guy to, you know, turn his life around, and uh, um, it was really cool. Yeah, agreed. I like, that. I like that one a lot. That, that one was actually probably my favorite one. That one's uh, that one's really nice. I The other one I wanted to mention, um, let me see, let me make sure. Well, before we move on from that, so like if we're moving on to a different story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's the that's the part about Superman that I always love um, is that he is almost this ideal to aspire to mm-hmm. um, and can set an example for others where it's like, sure, we're not Superman, but, you know, like 
in this in this uh, situation, you know, could can I be you know that for someone else, or can I be that you know the 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 hero in this situation? You know, like for sure. do I take the high road or the low road? And you have that choice. That's what I've always loved about Superman. Yeah. Um, because a lot of t- a lot of people, I think, feel like Superman is like unrelatable. Mm-hmm. But that's the way that I relate to the character. Yeah. And well, and then a lot of times, like you, you w- along those route, like a lot of the things that these these stories get right with that inspiration of other people and him being inspired by mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. just the general population. Yeah. Um, like it relates something that is powerful to, you know, to the average person mm-hmm. or to, to you or I. And like, that's, that's very intriguing about the way that Superman is. And the best stories in that way kind of do have that. And even like the final story in here, which is like the first part of, or maybe a, a, just a teaser for yeah. um, an upcoming Superman story by uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis. It sounds awesome. And it, even that one relates with the kind of average person person in metropolis like there are yeah. two people right at the beginning who actually save superman like he gets knocked out by the who you know the person that he's fighting and smashes into like the store that these people are, are own and are working in yeah and uh and they drag him behind the counter to hide him from the uh the person and they like you know are, are talking and that sort of thing and he like whenever he wakes up he's like thank you for saving me mm-hmm. and you know just that interaction in and of itself is so uh humanizing to superman as well as like it shows that you know he's inspiring them and then him, you know, they're taking care of him in return and things. So it's it's very uh, it's it's those moments that are very cool to me uh, about mm-hmm. Superman. Yeah, like that's the the one thing I was confused with that is like how do where is the rest of the story gonna be? Is it gonna be in action comics or is it gonna be in? They see. list all these books here. I believe brand new stories that set up DC's biggest events, DC Nation Zero. I believe it's called The Man of Steel. I believe that's the new. That's gonna be a comic. That's the new book that okay. uh, my, Brian Michael Bendis. Don't is, miss uh, Man of Steel number one on CMU. Okay, I just didn't look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's at the very end. It's like the last frame yeah. um, of the the story. Yeah. So yeah. It looks it's like it's gonna be six six issues, which seems pretty cool. I'll pick that up. It's pretty reasonable. And the thing about. Um, Unique thing about Brian Michael Bendis coming into DC as an exclusive writer for DC, they've signed him for a contract for a number of years, is that he was exclusive with Marvel for a large number of years. Yeah. Um, and actually wrote and kind of revolutionized uh, the modern look at like uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He created the character, um, uh, the the Spider-Man that that is... Um, Miles Morales? Yes, Miles Morales. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Um, anyway, he has like this big footprint within the marvel world um but he's always been over in the marvel world and so him coming over to dc to to write for superman is kind of like a a a big deal in in from that sense from the business sense of it where it's like man this you know he's he's not been able to play in this sandbox before so like we'll see let's see what what happens um it could be some really cool big things there so yeah it's exciting um as we move through the stories like i liked that we kind of like we started moving Kind of getting weirder and move forward in time. So mm-hmm. it's like we've we've started at the beginning, kind of give a look at, at Superman's origins. Yep. And they do it again here in a second. But uh, well, they look at his real world origins, I guess, is what they gave a nod to. Yeah. But then um, we we fast forward to like this is literally what what does he say? Billions of years in the future. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's alive billions of years in the future, and Earth is about to get destroyed by a red giant. People have already like abandoned Earth, and Lois is taking some kind of like eternal serum that tastes like grape. (laughs) 
Yeah. And uh, Superboy's still alive, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but it was awesome. I'm like, man, this is wild. I right. Well, like the, that. the sun is expanding. And it like, I also turned into a red giant. Yeah. I also appreciated that they mentioned that in one of the previous stories. Like they mentioned, you know, the, the sun expanding and devouring Mercury and that yeah. sort of thing. It was the one, the one where he's standing there with Lex. I think it was the Scott Snyder when he was standing there with Lex in the planetarium. They kind yeah. of reference that. Yeah. Where the the and beginning like, what? and end of the universe, and you're like, oh man, that's that's really interesting. And then in like a later story, you're there, right? And I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Like these are two different writers, two different things, but like they work in this really cool way. Yeah. Um, to where it it just, I don't know. It's like I don't know if they planned that. Who knows? I, don't, I mean. I mean, yeah, I would think so, right? <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe you know, it's it's possible like that you would you would uh, maybe add the nod to it um, earlier after you find out you know oh this other person's yeah. writing this other story. So uh, then we kind of dive into like uh, Clark his his uh, work at the Daily Planet and Superman and what he's able to accomplish in five minutes. I enjoyed that story a too. lot. Like that was super fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, specifically because like that's that's how I remember. Um, thinking of Superman whenever I was a kid, you know, it's like you think of, oh man, Clark Kent, and he's at the, you know, he's sitting there, and this, all of a sudden he steps into the broom closet, whoosh, you know, he's out yeah. the door, and so this is the Superman that right. that that uh, I I kind of grew up with, so yeah. I appreciated that story a lot. Uh, then we then we do take a look at basically like kind of just an overview of Superman's origins, where he came from Krypton as a young boy, and he was on the Kent farm, and he moved to Metropolis and joined the Justice League. Until he was defeated by Mr. Ms. Mixelpix or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then you're like, oh, this is just in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And so, I also love the nod to like Batmite and things like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the final <laughs> frame ridiculous. where it's like, oh, my goodness. What is happening? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and then this one didn't – the next one didn't really re- resonate me, with me as much. It was it's called Faster Than a Speeding Bullet. Um, it was uh, Brad Meltzer. I actually really liked this one. I liked it. Like I think it was just compared to the other ones. It it's it kind I kind of just re I guess it 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 uh, hits on the same kind of themes you already seen. Where like, well, she took a chance. She was, you know, like this hostage takes a chance trying to like get away or or um, be a hero in this instance, and Superman mm-hmm. helps her out and saves her life. But like. We'd, we'd, I guess we'd covered that material already yeah, earlier that theme, in the issue. The theme was definitely, uh, de- like definitely a, a retread of a previous theme that we had, I, I guess. Uh, and so I, I see that. I just think it, like the way that it's it was delivered yeah. in, in this kind of slow-mo way where it's like you, you have this story about five minutes of Superman, but this is more like here's milliseconds. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. Of where Superman. He's, yeah, where he's like... Um, he, he's like, I'm not going to make it. Like, like, that's the first thing. In nanosecond, I can see the... The um, hammer fire and the the gunpowder explode and the gun, the bullet begin to twirl out. I'm like, holy cow, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, then he's like, and he's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make I'm it. He's like, make I, it. I know what the it. speed is now, and yeah. I'm not going to. And then, sh- so I think this really, it's a really cool look at like Superman where he's he's at a loss in yeah. that way, where it's like, oh man, I don't know if I can make this. Yeah. And so like that inner dialogue, I appreciated that look at. Yeah. Um, Superman, because like you don't really get that a ton because it's like you know things aren't so millisecond, you know, yeah. heavy. Like where it's like these split second decisions. It's just most of the time he's just there and he's hitting something or he's stopping yeah. the bullet. You know, um, whereas in this this instance, you can spend an entire like five pages on 
milliseconds. And I yeah. think that was that was that was what I really liked about it. And then the fact that like she opened the door for him to then come in and save. And yeah. so like that's that that man, this things have to go right sometimes in order for for things to work out well for Superman. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh and then like of course we it ends with the uh, the Brian Michael Bendis um Man of Steel uh tease. Yeah, the opener, you know, yeah. I guess. I would imagine that, that maybe they don't retread that. Maybe this is like some of those uh like I mean, free comic book day kind of uh offerings they've had. They have to cuz like they there's no explanation for why they're fighting or I feel like this is in the middle of the the first issue. The, yeah, the series or something like that. I also appreciated in that one that that was uh, like Supergirl shows up. Yeah. And so I would imagine that that uh, event is probably going to cross over with her comic book. Yeah. Um, because the, the enemy goes, you know, I, was, I told you I would deal with you, you know, later, later or something yeah. like that, you know, as, as she like fights him off and, you know, helps to yeah. save Superman there in that instance. So, so, so what was uh, your favorite one? Man. Um, I mean, I really liked where the, the, the Brian Michael Bendis one is going, but it's not a complete story. And right. so I feel like that kind of rules that one out of, yeah. of my book, like off the bat. So like of the, of the kind of self-contained vignettes, um, the Scott Snyder one was very cool. Yeah. I think that one is, is just because of how that one played out and the reveal at the end is it's, it's a, it's a really one great, flex, right? Yeah. The one with yeah. flex. Yeah. Where they're standing in the planetarium. Yeah. Um, that one's a very cool, cool look at it. So that one's very high on my list. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like you said, the first one is really cool because it gets you in the it gets you in the feels, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it makes it feel like I mean, we are celebrating something here. I mean, it, um, so I guess my top three, like the first one, obviously the Scott Snyder one, but my top three were actually the Scott Snyder one, uh, the uh, Dan Jurgens one at the very beginning, yeah, um, and then the Brian, uh, the the Brad Meltzer one, actually. Yeah. Like those those were my three tops. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think my 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 top two, obviously, like the one I talked about earlier. I'm trying to remember the the name of it um, oh, that was the first one by dan jurgens so scroll back sometimes it's hard especially on the the uh the app it's hard from the city that no, the, has the everything. jeff johns one the jeff johns is my oh. favorite the, oh, okay the car yeah that's my favorite um the next one my next favorite is probably the one where it's like super far in the future uh of tomorrow by mm. tom king the one where he's on earth and it's about to get eaten up and destroyed by the sun dude so good that was pretty cool and then yeah the first one the first one was my probably number three yeah my book but i mean this is definitely worth picking up i i mean i'm gonna there's like, not a bad story in the bunch like we've already read it we've yeah. paid for the digital version of it yeah and like i'm gonna go out tomorrow and buy the physical yeah. version because i i i want to have this in a physical form and that's pretty wild it's action comics 1000 man when does uh detective comics hit 1000 <laughs> is that or did that already happen it let me look um also I thought they were going to renumber everything, or did they, or was that they, they reverted it and then they reverted? Yeah, they renumbered everything during the uh, new Fifty Two phase, and then they reverted back to the previous. So, the, do they count the new Fifty Two in this one thousand? Uh, yes. Okay, so they, because so did they pick up at like the whatever the adjusted number would have been after yes, new 52? because even ridiculous. okay so even during Gosh. the new Fifty Two, let me lay this out there, Chris. This gets even weirder. Even during the new Fifty Two. On like the, I think the DC Comics uh, Wikipedia, yeah, they would still like say whatever number it, it actually is, like New Fifty Two number this, Detective Comics number whatever this, and then in parentheses they would put the the full number, like the actual number that it was, and that's why I think like I think we've had Detective Comics like seven hundred or eight eight hundred or something. Okay. I'm, I'm looking up one thousand right now to figure out when when that will be. Yeah, it's a little ways away. 
Um, Are you talking years away? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Um, I mean, that's a huge feat to hit, you know, 80 years worth of issues, a thousand issues. I mean, that's a lot. And especially like, I mean, sometimes like you come out with more than one in a month and yeah. I'm not sure if they're counting the annuals. I don't think they are because no, um, I, I think those are separate yeah, thing where it's I like annual number four, annual right. number whatever. Right. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean like sometimes there were, there were times where it was, it was two times a month. Um, in fact, I think the reboot after New 52 was two times a month on, on some of their premiere books like action yeah. comics. So, um, but yeah. Oh, side note. Superman apparently like I mean he hasn't had his trunks like the uh, the the little trunks for a while. Oh yeah, and they added those back in. Yeah, they're in back in thousand for, so. for Brian. I mean, why? I mean, they, I guess have they not? They took them out for New Fifty Two. Have they just not been in there since then? Yeah, they just haven't been in since then. Um, I I in fact liked the dialogue. Like the two characters were like, it's just not Superman without these trunks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course it's not. Yeah, it's we've like, been but telling why? you that since New Fifty Two. <laughs> it's like, but why does he? But why does he wear his underwear on the outside? And it's like I don't know. He's an alien. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm just still curious what number we're up to of Detective Comics. When is I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, I was looking for when is Detective Comics 1000. So Oh yeah, well I mean um, if we're not up to Yeah. So, You're right. Yeah. So that's probably the best way to look at it. Yeah. Um list of issues I'm on Wikipedia right now. Uh Detective Comics. I'm going to look on the DC website see what we're what we're at. Oh, that's probably the best way. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Let me see. Looks like 934. Okay. It's 934. So that means Or or that's like right like yeah, that's available now. So I would imagine we're right around that. 66 more issues divided by it comes out once a month. Yeah. So five years. So plus five and a half years actually. So but that'd still be plus 2018. 2023. Middle of 2023, we'll have Issue one thousand, and we will talk about comics. that here on we'll the podcast. We'll be talking about that on. Let's figure out what what put number. it in your calendars. Twenty twenty three. Put um, it in the calendars for sure. You know, you know, uh, Batman didn't actually debut on the first episode or a first issue of Detective Comics. Like he was, uh, he was who like was, who issue, was in it? issue. It was just Detective Stories. Like it was. I mean, uh, Superman wasn't in. No, he was in issue one of Action Comics. Sorry, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was uh, on the cover. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, not not a Batman colon Detective Comics. It was just Detective Comics at first, um, and Batman used a gun at the beginning. <laughs> so we're we're in we're in um, the two fifties or we've passed two fifty. It's another five years, so we'll be well into the five hundreds of Stay on Target whenever this comes out. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. What are we talking about next week? <laughs> I think it's the Infinity War. Infinity review, War. Man. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, um, prepare your hearts, guard your hearts, um, and bring some tissues. And uh, we will all sit here. Um, Fultron's going to be here. Yeah. Um, Which we, actually, I'm, I'm very thankful that he was on top of things because we didn't have our tickets. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't paying attention. And yeah. uh, he texted. Uh, what was it over the weekend? He's like, "Hey guys, almost all the tickets are gone for this movie." <laughs> yeah, he was like looking at seats, being <laughs> like, "What?" Um, so uh, thank you, Fulton. Um, we, uh, we will be able to watch it because of you. That's right. Uh, so yeah, uh, we will, we'll review Infinity War. We will mourn with you for those lost possibly. And, it's really interesting uh, to see everybody like, so everybody on online is like making their predictions for who's, you know, who's going to survive and who's not and that sort of thing. So it's, it's very, uh, very fun to watch all of that. Yeah. That I mean, it's out. one of those things where it's like, 
you could see him going both ways. You could see him like just killing off people who like you wouldn't think they would kill off just to fake you out, but also like <laughs> you think that they're going to go for the big ones for the shock value. Like I, I mean, I just don't know. It feels the one part about it I don't really like is like it feels almost like Walker, well, Walker, Walking Deadish, Walker Texas like, Ranger. Yeah, Walker Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris. <laughs> they're going to kill off Chuck Norris. Uh, no, it feels kind of like The Walking Dead, you know, where it's like, you know, like, who are they going to kill off now? You know, it's, it's yeah. just like, so I don't really like that feeling. But like, I mean, obviously we know that this is leading somewhere yeah. and this, I mean, my hope, I, I have no doubt that it will be emotional in the moment. Right now I'm just kind of like, well, you know. I mean, right, right. Well, I mean, and no doubt that it'll be emotional in the moment as well, but I'm also like looking at it and I'm thinking, man, Civil War was not that fun no, of a movie to no. watch. I mean, it's like from all the, the problems with it, the problems like story-wise or like yeah. whatever that I have with it, it wasn't like, it was very heavy. And it's like, I feel like we're going to continue that trend and make this movie like super heavy. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I, I'm totally in. It's like, I'm super pumped. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I kind of am looking forward to those lighter, like Thor Ragnarok takes on, on like, other movies with this, which is not what this is looking like. Yeah, I mean, I think my problems with Civil Wars number one still revolve around like it's too much going on. You don't really care about anybody or anybody's right. side. You don't really feel like anybody's right. It's not like I can be like Team Cap no. or I'm Team Iron Man. Like, no, they're both flawed. Like both of their 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 ideas are right. flawed for different reasons. And then the whole reason the thing happens, you know, seems still seems real like contrary to who cap is yeah well, like i mean he will he's i mean he's all about truth justice and the american way until unless bucky's involved and then he's like hell i'll break any law that you want me to you know that mm-hmm. kind of type of thing mm-hmm. um i think that it will be better in this because they're not fighting each other hopefully we're fighting Thanos more. You don't think they're going to fight each other at I all? I don't know, man. I think every I Avengers think, movie has, they have at least well, somewhat like fought for five minutes. I just don't think they have to anymore because yeah. we have like so many people. I mean, how long is the movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how much time you got? Um, so many characters. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like you're splitting this over what will be basically two movies, you assume? Well, um, kind of. I mean, yes. There's Avengers four, but like they've already said, like these are two separate stories. It's mm. not like because they originally this was yeah part one, Infinity part two, War and part one and part two, but they're not doing that anymore. Um, this is two hours and twenty nine minutes, which is close to the other ones. Yeah, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm excited, but we'll see. I don't think we can spend you know fifteen minutes with the Hulk fighting Bruce Banner again. Wait. That's the same person with the Hulk, fight, <laughs> the Hulk fighting Chris, Iron Man. The entire movies that, that that those characters have been featured in have been that. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, yeah. First, first time Hulk fights uh, Thor, right? <laughs> well, I'm just saying he's fighting and constantly fighting himself to. Oh, like, yes, know, I get what you're saying. To not be the Hulk, and then the Hulk wants to be well, the apparently Hulk. Apparently, he's stuck as the Hulk now. Remember? That's that seems seems to be right. Although I've seen him as Bruce in the trailers right i mean we'll find out come on that's... it was it was okay so it was very vague whether he was stuck as the hulk like because yeah the way it worked in uh in ragnarok was the hulk didn't want to become he Bruce. said i may never come back yeah and so now like, he's back well i mean both of them are like so resistant to becoming the other person i i'm not i'm not a huge fan of the spoilers that the uh infinity war trailer kind of 
They first, if you hadn't seen Ragnarok, I haven't seen very many of them, by the way. But yeah, I, I, no, I we've agree. talked about this on the podcast. Before. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Ragnarok, it spoils. Um, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Thor's eye, yeah. eye patch. It spoils the fact that Loki has the Tesseract. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, apparently now that we think about it, spoils the fact that Bruce is Bruce again. Yeah. He's not stuck as the Hulk. It's weird. Very strange, man. I, you know, Stop spoiling things, Marvel. With trailers. Trailers, man. Trailers. Like, they should hype you up, but don't spoil things. Yeah. Give us complete fake outs, like yeah. uh, like some people do. Yeah. <laughs> like who? I don't know. I just feel like there's been times <laughs> where it's like, we completely, well, I guess Rogue One, completely lied to you about this movie. You know? Yeah. I saw A Quiet Place again. I should have said that earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, even just as good the second time. I love it, dude. That movie, it's similar to like a lot of horror movies that are really good in my like it, it gets better as I think about it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, ooh, that delivery was like really good, or like, oh mm-hmm. man, that really that moment creeps me out, or like whatever. Yeah, you know, there's there's uh like that's if if a horror movie happens and it doesn't like I don't think about it after the fact, it's it probably wasn't that great. There are some things like in in movies that are just like magical mm. and uh the, the there's a moment in the middle of this movie. No spoilers, right? You should listen to that podcast. That was like two weeks, two weeks there's ago. Two weeks ago. There's a moment in the ago. middle of this movie that is just like everything's firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And it's like there's been such a lead up to it, and it's been so well crafted by the that whenever you get there, it's just like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Believe it right now. So good, dude. All right. You can find us at staintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Christian250. And JohnWright777. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week when we talk about Infinity War. Yeah! See you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target. <laughs> <laughs>